When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance. And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group. And he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. What's up, players? This is the Talk of Champions franchise player. Always boss player. Forever. Welcome into Franchise Player, an overreaction Monday edition of Franchise Player. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. I write for the Old Miss Spirit on three. He writes for Inside the Rebels 247. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How are you? Uh, probably about like you are this morning. <laughs> oh, well, uh, you know, um, so it's Arkansas week. And then it's like four days to the Egg Bowl. And it's here. I mean, the end of the season is here. And, you know, it's been a great year for the Ole Miss Rebels. But, Ben, we've got end of the season issues to wade through over the next 10, 15 days or so. And, you know, it is what it is, I suppose. Um, you know, how about Lane Kiffin's tweet this morning, destroy Arkansas. I loved it. I like it. I like it. You don't see many SEC head coaches tweeting out the goal this week is to destroy our opponent. Lane Kiffin did it. And I liked it. Well, good. I don't know if those are the words or the tweet that I would have sent out this morning, but I don't know if Lane Kiffin's quite um, aware of the firestorm on message boards. Probably isn't. Uh, I think he is. I, I mean, I think Lane Kiffin's very aware. Um, and it is what it is. I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I think what's going on right now is does with all of these job searches is that, you know, the men behind the scenes are working. You know, you keep the head coach's hands clean from dealing with all of it. In other words, it's Jimmy Sexton, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
that's Where what's going originate, on. Though? Where did this panic originate from? Because well, I'll be honest with you. What I did yesterday is I got up, I worked for a couple hours, put up four stories, and I was just going to take the afternoon. Then my phone started to blow up. So where did it all originate from? Well, I think it originated from fact, you know, that, look, obviously Auburn was going to look at Lane Kiffin. And so that's where it originated from. And it leaks out. And, you know, fans aren't dumb. Fans know a lot. Fans are very intelligent. Where would you turn if you were Auburn? I mean, is there a guy in the conference that has taken a downtrodden program and used the transfer portal in large part to immediately turn it around and make it a, a, a player on the national scene? Yeah. There's one guy that's done that. That's Lane Kiffin. So, you know, I think it originated from fact. There are, there, look, there have been some BS rumors out there as there always are, but it's rooted in fact, Ben. Auburn Auburn would like to hire Lane Kiffin. Ole Miss does not want Lane Kiffin to leave. That's where we are. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and but as again, far as Ole Miss is concerned, it can only go to a certain number. So if Auburn comes with some ridiculous contract, Ole Miss can't, Ole Miss can't match a contract up to a point. If they yeah. offer – you know, seven years at 70 or 80, 77, 80 million, Ole Miss yeah. can't go that high. And those are the numbers we're hearing, right? I mean, you know, we're hearing an 11 million a year for seven years. Those kind of numbers are out there. And, and I think Ole Miss could, could match what Auburn is offering in terms of pay. I think it gets down to, and you've seen the big surge and the momentum that the Grove Collective has gathered over the last month, it gets down to a sustainable NIL model. And I think sustainable is the key there. Look, if you raise $10, $11 million for this class, you got to do it next year too, and the year after, and the year after, and the year after, and, you know, at Auburn, and I don't know much about Auburn, but apparently that's like easy over there. And then maybe easier than it is at Ole Miss. So, you know, is that something that's looked at? I have no idea. What I do know is this, whether it's Lane Kiffin or whoever Auburn hires, they will hire their number one target. That's always how it goes, right? I mean, so... If it's not Lane Kiffin, it never was Lane Kiffin, and they hired the guy that they wanted to hire, whether it's a Brian Harson guy or not. But so, if you were handicapping it, do you think Lane's the favorite right now? Yes. Right. Yeah, just reading and talking to some trusted Auburn reporters, I, I don't think there's much doubt at all Lane Kiffin is the number one target um you know john cohen's ultimately going to make this decision and you know i i i don't know cohen's opinion of, of lane i'm sure it's high i mean lane's done nothing at old miss that is derogatory towards him whatsoever so i'm sure john cohen 
has a favorable impression of Lane. He's been whooping the Bulldogs for two years. He's brash. He is the hottest thing out there. He's like Midas right now. Whatever he touches turns to gold. And he's doing it at Ole Miss. And, and, and it pains me to say this, but, you know, Ole Miss to the rest of the SEC just over the last 50 or 60 years has not been much to talk about. A really good team every now and then. And it's never been sustained. Kiffin is in here and he's going to have two back-to-back 10-win years which hasn't been done since when? When? The 50s? Maybe the early 60s? I'd have to look it up, but that catches people's attention. What he did in the portal class last year obviously catches people's attention. I mean, he's known throughout college football as the portal king. Um, so expectations for that Auburn job is going to be come in, go to the portal, get what you need, and compete in the SEC next year. And who can do that? Lane Kiffin can do it, obviously. Well, somebody asked me, I'm doing an Ask Me Anything on my message board at the Ole Miss Spirit today, and someone said, do you stick to your opinion when Chuck asked you on a scale of 1 to 10 if you're worried about Lane leaving for Auburn and you said a 3? I'm probably up to about a 5 now, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. feel – it's trending in the wrong direction. I'll say that. No, it definitely is. And, um, you know, such a weird, odd situation for Ole Miss um, and, and for our fans. I mean, damn, we're eight and two. We, we, we've got two winnable games. Ought to finish 10 and two. Ought to go to a bowl game and be 11 and two, which is an absolutely incredible season that we should be jumping through the roof about yet this shadow is cast over the program. And, and to be honest with you, there's not but one person that can stop that. And, and it's lane. And to this point, he has not done that. He has not done that. Well, now that Ole Miss's SEC West title hopes have been dashed after the loss to Alabama on Saturday, this is now the story. Because even if they beat Arkansas and they beat Mississippi State, all right, cool, they're going to go play in an exhibition game in Orlando. Correct. This is Correct. the most big-ticketed, important item on the agenda now. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, people are already making the extension, well, if Lane goes to Auburn, who's coming with him? Of course, the number one guy, and this is being – tweeted out and talked about on message boards that they want, of course, is Quinshawn Judkins. Oh, of course. And, you know, so it, it, it's just um, – it makes you want to punch a bag or something. I mean, it, it just – No, I said to you about a month ago on this podcast that Ole Miss was going to have to up its NIL commitment to Quinshawn Judkins to keep him, and you told me to stop, but I'd heard that. Yeah. Lane Kevin yeah. and Auburn or not – when a guy like Quinshawn Judkins emerges, that's now a part of the environment of college football now. The entire oh, environment of college football has changed. So if you're, if you're an Ole Miss and you're not Alabama, you're not Clemson, you're not Georgia, if one of your players like a Quinshawn who was undervalued in recruiting comes in and does what he's doing, 
which is record setting. He's one of the best running backs in the country. You have to expect to up that commitment from an NIL perspective because other schools with more resources, because Ole Miss is already at a distinct disadvantage compared to those other schools, just because it's a smaller school compared to Alabama or even Auburn. So in that scenario, you have to be willing to up your ante because players that are good on your team, you now have to pay to keep. Yeah, and look, let, let me let me say this too. And I know what Lane said at the press conference a few weeks ago about he doesn't look at other rosters and pay attention to guys that might be getting in the portal or anything. But his recruiting staff does. Of course they're looking at the Auburn roster. Of course they're looking at the Texas A&M roster. I mean, yeah. McKinley Jackson, I've already heard – I've been hearing rumors about McKinley Jackson at Texas A&M, former in-state top prospect in Mississippi, for two years. And that's not just going to stop. As long as you have not exercised, speaking of players, if you haven't exercised your one-year penalty-free transfer, you are a candidate to be poached. Absolutely. Well, look, Kevin Smith gets hired at Miami as a running backs coach last year. Who goes with him? Henry Paris III. Down there at Miami. So, I mean, it, it, but what my point is, <clears throat> it happens to everybody. So, you know, don't feel special if it happens to you. That's just how it is. Yeah. You've got USC's quarterback. You've got TCU's running back. Don't be surprised if you have to compete to keep your players, the ones that haven't transferred. That's it. That's yeah. true. Very true. So, you know, and we were talking before we came on the air, Ben and I, how crazy December is going to be, could be for us, could be. Now, in a perfect world, Lane stays, and gets in the portal, starts getting kids in, and that's what we're reporting about. But in a not perfect world, <clears throat> oh my goodness, Ben, we've never, we would have, ne- we will have never gone through a December like this one. If this were to happen, craziness. I so mean, you feel not- as if it's um, trending on the direct in the direction of it will happen rather than it won't. No, I'm teetering. I'm on the fence. I'm probably at that five that you're at. That's where were I'm you? At. Where were you a week ago? Probably a four. Yeah. Pro- probably a four. Yeah. I, my 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 interest in this has grown tremendously. Obviously. The smoke the smoke isn't a fire yet for you though. I don't think it's a fire, but look, something is smoldering, obviously. Mm -hmm. The problem is on the Ole Miss side of things, and you've done enough calling around too, I'm sure. We haven't talked about this off air at all, but like calling around is pretty evenly split as far as, oh, well, I mean, there's a lot of smoke. Of course, Auburn wants him, but Ole Miss is going to go match any contract it can up to a point. Um, But nothing's really happening right now. It's more blown out of proportion, but it's evenly split. Some say, oh, it's serious, serious. And then others that I truly trust say, oh, well, it's still a little early for to be worried or something like that. Yeah, and, and I think while we're talking about this in a different tone this morning is that we've passed a timeline from where it wasn't urgent to look, man. I mean, there are what? How many days left in the season? Seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, 11 days, 11 days. And I've always said this, Auburn is going to hire someone the Saturday of the Iron Bowl, which is not this coming Saturday, but the next. 
they're not dragging this out. You can't drag coaching searches out any longer. And that's something Ben and I've just talked about off the air is that Ole Miss has precious little time if their head coach were to leave. Yeah, I, I think one um, one silver lining or saving grace here is don't think that Keith Carter doesn't have a list. He has to have a list. I yeah, know he, he has a list. If the worst-case scenario happens, time. you're talking about a week-long coaching search because December 5th is when the transfer window opens up. He's, he's working both sides of the coin. He's doing everything he can right now, I'm sure, to keep Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. And at the same time, he's got lines out. He's got to have. Yeah. Now, I haven't talked to Keith Carter, but I've heard Matt Rule. Um, I've heard Lance Leopold, Alex Golish, Todd Monken, Dave Aranda. The question is, would Hugh Freeze find his way on that list? You know what? I think I think he's on our hot list because he's one of the hottest names in college football, even though they lost to UConn over the weekend. Um, I Look, I'll say this. I would be perfectly fine if the powers that be at Ole Miss brought Hugh Freeze back. The enemy I know. But I don't think it'll happen. I do not think it will happen. Um, you know – well, it depends on what you need, David. That's the thing. What are well, you looking you for need? if you're Keith? And I don't know this because Keith, I haven't talked to him um, about this, and he's not going to talk about this in candid terms. But what I'm saying is it depends on what you're valuing. If you found the formula of what a head coach needs to be at Ole Miss through Lane Kiffin, the whole brand, splashy, the head coach, not the product on the field, is what elevates your program, then a guy like Matt Rule isn't going to do that for you, not even Dave Aranda. If you're looking for that splash and that lottery ticket, if you will, Dion's one of those guys. Hugh Freeze is one of those guys. Because Hugh Freeze keeps you nationally relevant as much as it was sucked to swallow it. And here's the thing. Hugh Freeze and I do not get along at all. I like him fine. It's just we're very different personalities. Um, and I, he made a lot of mistakes. I mean, he buried Ole Miss. Let's be honest. He buried Ole Miss. He was losing in his last year. And Matt Luke had to wear that last year that should have been Hugh Freeze when the bottom dropped out. So let's not pretend like Hugh Freeze is this infallible uh, coaching candidate, because he is. And there's proof in what he did to your program. But it depends on what Ole Miss is going to value if this did come to fruition. And I'm still not to that point yet, because I've heard a lot of things the last 18 hours. And I still don't feel as if this has gotten to the place where Lane Kiffin is now the head coach at Auburn or he's going to leave. But here's the deal. What's changed with Lane Kiffin this cycle compared to last cycle? Last cycle, I said, in a minute, if he gets through this cycle is still the head coach of Ole Miss, he'll be at Ole Miss for a while. And I, I meant that because there were so many big jobs open. Here's what I didn't factor in. There wasn't a lot of interest in Lane Kiffin. Auburn's the first true yeah. test of Lane Kiffin's loyalty or commitment to Ole Miss because Auburn's the first school of, you know, higher consideration to really pursue him. Oh, no, I get what you're saying, and, and it's accurate. Um, yeah, it does. I, I, I mean, what you're looking for to replace Lane Kiffin, if that comes to fruition, I, I, I mean, and – it's John Travolta with a whistle around his neck. That's how Kiffin is viewed. That's how the kids view him. It's John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. I mean, he's in the white suit. He's strutting, okay? 
and, and the kids, the prospects, the transfers, eat it up. They want to play for that. That is Lane Kiffin's value, even more so than his brilliant football mind. And everything he tweets is, you know, it goes viral. I mean, we're, we, we opened this podcast talking about, you know, he tweeted this morning's goals. One of them was to destroy Arkansas. Who the hell does that as a head coach in, an S, in the SEC? I'll tell you who does it. The guy who Auburn wants. That's who does it. And he's, he's a breath of fresh air. You know, coaches are supposed to emulate Nick Saban. They're supposed to be old and crudgy and angry. And that's not Lane Kiffin. It's not Lane Kiffin. And that's good. And college football is kind of waking up to that. So let me say this. Lane Kiffin's a candidate for every freaking job that opens up anywhere in America from here on out, period. And it's just the way it is. It wasn't really the case last year. Oregon didn't consider him. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, okay? But but you win 10 two years in a row at Ole Miss. Yeah, it changes. You're doing something. And the world recognizes it. So, you know, what I'm hoping is that you, me, and Keith Carter don't have one of the most difficult jobs in the country in December, ciphering through all this stuff and trying to stop the bleeding. That's what I'm hoping. I want Lane Kiffin to stay yeah. Well, the in problem the with making the head coach the entire brand is if and when he leaves, you have to rebuild the entire program in a lot of ways. Well, look. Structure it. What's going to happen with this recruiting class? That's putting the cart before the horse, though. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, I don't well, think I, it's that far down the line, David. You're I'll, acting as if he's going to leave tomorrow. Ben, we're talking uh, – uh, Certainly less than two weeks, this will be resolved. One way or the other. We're here. I told you. We crossed a timeline into where it's in relatively urgent situation. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm sure. So what do certain- we know about Tiffin and Auburn right now? What do we absolutely know? Not throwing an opinion in there, in there or anything like that. What do we know? Yeah, as far as facts, nothing. But you're not going to know anything factual in a coaching search until it's happened. I mean, so all we can do is is go off <clears throat> supposition. That's all we can do right now. That's basically what a coaching search is. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know. But but we know that Kiffin is interested. We know that Auburn is interested. Yeah, we do know those two things. Absolutely. We know that Ole Miss is willing and more than willing is committed to matching anything it can up to a reasonable, realistic point because Ole Miss, Ole Miss doesn't have the capability to go to $12 million a year. And some will say, why not? Well, Ole Miss just doesn't have those kind of resources financially. It doesn't. So we know that. We know that Ole Miss is committed – to matching up to a point. The question is, is what has changed? We knew all those things last week. What has changed? Anything? The time that yeah. you're closer. 
you're much closer now. Um, yeah, the rubber is now and, hitting the road. And, and I will say this, the vibe amongst those who cover Auburn and the Auburn fan base has gotten tremendously thicker over the weekend for some reason. You know, you, you think Kiffin and Ole Miss lose to Alabama. It might cool off some Auburn fans. It, it had the opposite effect, really. See, he can't win the big game at Ole Miss. He could win the big game at Auburn. Yeah, and, but if it had beaten Alabama, I think that it had even been more crazed than it is today. <laughs> uh, probably so, but, yeah. you know, if you're on a – the narrative meter. structure has changed, David, but uh, I yeah, think yeah, it, we're going to have this it, kind of Monday, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. If you're putting the Auburn thing on a meter as to where their fans are for Lane Kiffin, they're in the crazy category. I mean, they're, they've are they tilted the scale. They want Lane Kiffin. And, and, and look, you know, the, there's a certain amount of the fans of any fan base that are always going to say, we love this guy. We're happy with this guy. Great hire. But let me ask you this. And John Cohen has been over there as AD now for what, two weeks? He's probably been working for a week. I want to ask you, how disappointed would the Auburn fan base overall be? And we've said Kiffin is their man that they want if John Cohen can't deliver on Lane Kiffin, how disappointed will they be? Hmm. So you think for them, for a lot of them, for the majority that it's Lane Kiffin or bust? I don't know that. No. I I mean, because look, everybody's always excited. They were Ole Miss fans. And and, and look, I was one of them when Matt Luke got hired. Man, I I don't remember that at all. (laughs) No, I was. I was excited. I, I like, don't remember that excitement at all. I really liked Matt. I like Matt uh, too, but I just didn't remember that. I, I, I remember the reaction being pretty muted. No, uh, there were people crammed up in that team meeting room when Matt spoke that were that were just ex- excited. You know, there are a lot of Lukes that live around here. May have been some relatives, but yeah. I'm just saying. Well, one thing were, we do know people. is that Cadillac's not getting his job. No, no, he's not. But hmm. you know what? He may he may have worked his way into staying on that staff as an assistant head coach or yeah. something. Yeah, recruiting coordinator or something like that. They love what he's done. I mean, the enthusiasm is palpable. And um, you know, I, I don't think he's worried about his, about having a job at all. So you know, and look, as far as Deion Sanders goes, listen, they're not hiring Deion Sanders. No, that's not going to happen in a million years. Um, you know, I, I mean, and I thought Peter Marshall over at Auburn wrote something, you know, kind of telling about Dion. He's winning big in the worst FCS conference in America. Philip Marshall wrote that. I agree with that. Um, they don't play in the playoffs. And I know, you know, the, the historical angle and all that, and that's great, and that's fine. But, you know, I mean, Delta State – a really good Division II football team. They're undefeated, by the way. Um, they played Jackson State a respectable game. It was it was tight there for a little while. So, you know, bottom line, Deion's not getting that job. No. Not going to get it. 
Um, okay, I guess the question then is if Lane Kiffin isn't the guy, who is it? I think it's Hugh Freeze. I do. If Lane ultimately turns them down and stays at Ole Miss, I think Auburn immediately brings in Hugh Freeze. I think that's candidate 1A and 1B. Okay. Now, now, again, I know nothing about Auburn football other than what I'm reading, you know, from guys I know and trust and from, you know, the fan base and everything. I do think it's 1A, 1B. Maybe I'm wrong. Freeze said after his last game, essentially – uh, did not deny it. He said, I don't know if Auburn's interested in me, but my track record speaks for itself. So he wants the job. We all knew that. He would he crawl there. About track record. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. Something. I, now I'm summarizing. So forgive me if yeah. the exact wordage isn't accurate. But it was to that effect. I mean, it was, hey, man, wherever we've gone, we've won. It's a culture thing we build. You know what? And I'll say this about you, and, and without blinking an eye, because I covered Hugh, I know Hugh, and he's right. He wins everywhere he's been at until he gets distracted, okay? When he was distracted his last season at Ole Miss, he did not win. They Got went weirdly obsessed with Danica Patrick what? and that Ole Miss uh, oh guy. Oh, God, quit, quit all that. That was terrible. And then he was obviously distracted Saturday when UConn beat him. Okay, you don't go and beat Arkansas one week and lose to UConn the next. So, you know, Freeze has a record of being distracted, and he's distracted now by the possibility of going over. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford, that's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Talk of Champions is also brought to you in part by MyBookie. You know football, and you pick winners all the time, so why not get paid for them at MyBookie? Bet single-game spreads, money lines, or parlay multiple together to increase your payouts. Low contest entry fees and over half a million to be won make it so you don't have to be a pro gambler 
to have fun. Getting started is easy. Just visit mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag, and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions, TOC, on your first deposit to secure a double deposit bonus. That's promo code TOC for Talk of Champions, TOC, to get your first deposit matched dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks. MyBookie is a proven sports book that makes it simple to bet and win. So make this your winning season exclusively at MyBookie. I guess we really haven't answered our own questions today, have we? No, what, what are they again? <laughs> <laughs> um, what we know exactly about Lane Kiffin and Auburn? Nothing. Nothing other than conjecture. I mean, I want to make that perfectly clear. Well, I want to make it perfectly clear that, like, look, we've talked to a lot of people, and the things we absolutely know for sure is there is mutual interest between Auburn and Lane. Um, Auburn has prioritized Lane, and Ole Miss is willing to fight like hell to keep him, but they are resourcefully strapped to a point. Yeah, you know, and I I talked to a a well-heeled, well-connected Ole Miss booster last week. And uh, he's a player and, you know, his, his, his take was, you know, we've got plenty of money too. And he left it at that. So I, I think Ole Miss is prepared and can be prepared to offer Lane whatever it is Auburn could offer. Again, Ben, it goes back to the crux of a sustainable NIL platform. And Walker Jones and guys have done a great job. But that's the crux. I think we've got to get in there, Ole Miss fans, and and participate. you got to join the Grove Collective. Because at the end of the day, I think the contracts that if it gets to it, that both schools would offer would be very, very similar. And, you know, it gets back to, well, I have money that you guys can pay my players. That's the bottom line. It feels funny talking about that out in the open, but it's how college football is now. It it's is. pro football. It is. Because I think, Lane, a lot of what we've talked about is the control and um, what he's allowed to do at Ole Miss, he has full autonomy. There's no boosters um, telling him or oh, dictating what he has to do as far as recruiting strategy, as far as the private plane. He can take it in anywhere and anytime he wants. He is the program. Ole Miss allows him full autonomy to, do, to operate how he needs to operate to win. He's not going to get that at Auburn. But even if you don't get that at Auburn, um, the NIL money is all that matters. It, it trumps and swamps and washes out everything else. If the NIL money, and, and because it's about the Jimmys and Joes, right? As good as an X's and O's guy as Lane Kiffin is, at the end of the day, it's about players. It always is. And yeah, if he can have we, more we money to get about, players, then he's going to, you know. We, we talk about autonomy. And he does have autonomy at Ole Miss. You're exactly right. But – it's not like Auburn's hiring a football coach and giving him three 15-minute breaks a day and they're going to be checking up on it. Don't think of it like that. Look, if he says, I can get on the plane and fly anywhere in the world I want to, anytime I want to at Ole Miss, Auburn's going to say, well, you can do that here. And I know they have meddling boosters. Every program has them. 
But maybe those boosters are kind of like, I'm just ready to win again. Exactly. You know what John Cohen's biggest job would be at Auburn if Lane Kiffin takes that job is to protect Lane Kiffin from those meddling boosters. He would have to do it. And he would just run interference all day, every day. Yeah. Yeah. Got to, got to, you got to, and they're going to promise that. I mean, they're certainly not going to say here's the contract, but Jimmy, Jack and Joe here, they're going to call you 15 times a day and they're going to tell you what they think and what you need to be doing. And you might want to listen to them. They're not, they're not going to present that to Lane Kiffin. Not going to do it. And, you know, I'll say this too. Who benefits from a coaching change financially? What do you mean? I mean, who's going to make money from both sides of the fence if there's a coaching change? Well, from our vantage point, the pay sites. (laughs) Well, true, outside of us. But who? Who? The guy orchestrating the deal, right? Because he's going to hire a coach at Auburn, and then he's going to turn around and hire one at Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. Now, that's just a reality. I'm not saying that has anything to do with anything, but it's a reality of it. So where are you today? Which way are you leaning? Man, I told you I'm a five. So we could go either way. That's where we are? Or, yeah, that's where I'm at. Where are you at? It's just a strange dichotomy for me because talking to people I've talked to, I've been covering Ole Miss since 2008. And I've talked to a lot of people. And talking to those people, there isn't the same feeling or or just general panic that I sense when I'm talking to not you, but doing podcasts and checking message boards and social media, that doesn't feel quite like real life because the sourcing, because we're at the end of the day, our job is to be reporters, right? We got to go and uh, dig into sourcing and try to filter through the BS and what's real and what's not. And doing that, I don't feel the same type of panic at all that I feel in the other space. And that's a weird dichotomy for both of us because we have to kind of walk that line between what we know and what is an emotional response, what is pragmatic and what is emotional. We've so I don't know the- how I feel. I'm a five because I don't dismiss the online smoke. I do not. However, from a sourcing standpoint, it doesn't feel us that far along or isn't as far as long as maybe it's being portrayed to be. We've been through these searches before on both sides where Ole Miss has fired a coach or a coach has left. And, you know, it doesn't ever feel real until it happens. It's kind of weird. We seem to always kind of be stuck in this malaise until it happens. I mean, you know, I yeah, remember- If somebody's wanting me to say, hey, Ben, tell me Lane Kiffin is not leaving for Auburn. I cannot do that today. I can't do that today. Yeah, I I mean, you just can't. And, you know, it's uh, it's just kind of weird. I mean, I remember the Sunday afternoon, uh, Chuck calls me about 2 o'clock, and he's like, hey, I'm here, and they're going to fire Matt. He's out on the road, and they don't know about it. 
within an hour and a half and it happened you know i i mean it's just kind of so to say anything's not going to happen or is going to happen right now totally premature yeah i think fans want that though and and you just can't give it to them you can't give it to them you cannot say yay or nay And, and look in a lot of ways ben and i are right there with you we're riding this rocket ship and reading everything and seeing everything and you know I'll put it this way, David. Ole Miss, at least Ole Miss sources, are far more bullish on this this possibility and Ole Miss being able to not only compete but win out and hold on to him than the online community, not just Ole Miss but Auburn as well. Yeah, and, and look, going take back to from what that, we said, you will. Going back to what we said Saturday, the bones of this program are really good, okay? Now – And I want to say this, though. The bones are good right now. And they're good this year because of what Lane Kiffin did in the transfer portal. So I I don't want to see a post-Lane Kiffin Ole Miss program. It's going to happen eventually, but definitely not in two weeks. I don't want to see it in two weeks. Don't want to see it. And, you know, we threw names out there at you and don't take them and run with them because, you know, it's the same names that are on Auburn search list outside of Lane Kiffin. I will say some of those names that I floated are very well sourced. Well, that's good, but I'm saying. But don't take them as gospel. They're basically the same names that are on Auburn's list. I mean, you know, you know the hot guys out there. Um, And and you know what, Ben? Here's the deal. There just aren't that many. And, 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 And the other thing is, I don't feel good about any of them replacing Lane Kiffin. Um, and except freeze weirdly well freeze would win yeah you we see this is what's crazy is last week the reason i was a three about this lane kiffin stuff is i had the person i trust the most in regards to auburn stuff telling me that dan lenny's the guy they want mm. yeah well i don't think that's the case yeah i, I mean i don't feel that way now necessarily but maybe so, that all the lane stuff is just a diversion. We've seen that before in coaching searches. Yeah, we have. We have. We have. Maybe you're giving John Cohen too much credit there, but yeah, it could be. So. <laughs> it could be. Um, you know, I I don't know. Look, I can tell you this much. I mean, and we're not ignoring it. That's why we've talked about it this morning, but our entire overreaction Monday podcast has been about this. Yeah, an overreaction, probably. But you know, it, it you got a game in five days. Um, you got to have a team ready to play. I think they'll be ready to play. Um, I think Arkansas, after losing Saturday, I mean they've turned into a big garbage dump fire over there, and I think Ole Miss is going to destroy it. I do, and uh, oddly enough, I agree with Lane Kiffin's rather bodacious tweet this morning. Bodacious. Um, 
<laughs> whatever. I mean, you know, again, Bedacious, I, I challenge you. I challenge you to find where any other SEC coach has ever said, never, never. on his Monday goals, destroy Arkansas. But I'd also never thought I would see an SEC head coach say, hey, if you, uh, how dare you people say this stuff about my program? If you have any uh, real tips about NCAA stuff, send it to compliance. Oh, oh, I know. I know. He said that it was on a basketball game, wasn't it? Yeah. I think that that was it, wasn't it? No, he, he, he spoke at a basketball game on TV a couple of days after sending the tweet out and said it again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how was that? Oh, oh God. Um, You know, (laughs) well, here's the deal about Arkansas um, and Mississippi State because of the, like I said earlier, because the stakes have changed after losing to Alabama and LSU clinching the SEC West. Now it's just about playing out the string. I mean, sure, you want to go 10 and 2 and whatever it would be in the SEC, 6 and 2 in the SEC, but you're in at the end of it, the best you can do is play in an exhibition game somewhere. That's the problem with not expanding the playoff. So the most consequential Ole Miss story right now, we could talk about matchups and what Arkansas does well and how Ole Miss historically isn't good and favorable and they need to do this to avoid it and blah, 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 blah. But it would be incredibly disingenuous to focus on that considering that the only consequential story now for the next 10, 11, 15 days is Lane Kiffin. Yeah, really and truly, it doesn't matter if you finish ten and ten, ten and two, and eight and four. Doesn't matter. It's the same. It's the same outcome. You're playing in an exhibition game. And and the best you can hope for, the way I've got it tallied, if you went out and go ten and two, it's just a weird year in the SEC. But ten and two is last year got you in the Sugar Bowl. Ten and two this year is the fifth best bowl game in the SEC. You are behind Georgia. You are behind Tennessee, LSU and Alabama. So Ole Miss is fifth in the bowl pecking order. And, oh, I got um, a question for you. Here you go, David. Yeah. Here you go. Will Lane Kiffin be coaching Ole Miss in the Citrus Bowl? I mean, if he is, he's here. Well, sure. yes, that was the point. Exactly. I mean, You're a great politician. I couldn't even get that well, one out of you. Well, well, no, no. I mean, I mean, he's not going to be named Auburn's head coach and then stick around and coach Ole Miss in the bowl game. That wouldn't happen. I know. So it, it was a very non-sneakily way, even though I tried to be sneaky, of trying yeah, to say whether or not he's going to. The, the question is, who would coach Ole Miss in the Citrus Bowl? Uh, I think it's Derek Nix. But I think it's Chris Partridge. You think so? I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. That that's a possibility, Partridge or Nix. But Nix has been here a long time, and he's got the title associate head coach. So that's true. I could see that. And um, usually you don't know, you promote the associate head coach in such a circumstance? That's kind of all it is. They're a position coach. If they're associate head coach and running backs coach, they're just running backs coach, unless that coach leaves and he becomes the interim. That's all it is. Yeah. So I, I'm going with Derek Nix if that were the case. But, um, you know, okay, here's another question since it's overreaction Monday. Yeah. We're just talking. Who on this staff goes with Lane Kiffin if he were to leave and go to Auburn? Charlie Weiss Jr. Okay. John David Baker is an interesting one. Yeah, he'd probably go with Lane. I don't know. I think he could get promoted to be the offensive coordinator for the next guy. 
uh, the next guy is going to have his guys. You're right. You're right. You're right. That never works out that way. Um, so yeah, but okay. You didn't mention the name Chris Partridge. I just don't know. I don't know on that one. Yeah. Again, I still feel this is all way too premature. Now, it's, it's, it's far more Monday. real today than it was last week, for sure. Yeah, it is. It is. 100%. I mean... You sound like you're trending toward Lane going Auburn. No, I don't want to sound that way. I told you I'm a five. I could go either way. Um, there are good reasons Lane Kiffin stays in Oxford and coaches the Ole Miss Rebels. Were you a five last week? No, I was a four. Oh. So I've 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 shifted. I've shifted, uh, but a little bit. It's just because the time has shifted. Okay. I mean, again, you're less than two weeks away from this happening, one way or the other. And that's that's why it's relevant. That's why our message boards are eating up with it. That's why we're talking about it right now. Yep. You know, don't don't take us talking about it as, you know, all of a sudden, David and Ben, man, they're they're promoting Lane going to Auburn. Bull crap. We're not doing that. But this is relevant, and it's relevant to our jobs. It's it's time to talk You're about. Too swept up in that, man. People are just going to respond how they respond. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. But you know. I want Lane Kiffin to stay here forever. Do I have to repeat that? Do I have to go, hello, welcome to talk of champion slash franchise player. I want Lane Lane Kiffin to stay forever. David, what's up? I mean, do I have to do that every single time for people to For the record, I want Lane Kiffin to stay here forever. Yeah. So, you know, but this is where we're at on this Monday, Ben, and I think we've overreacted quite well. Quite well. I agree. A good overreaction. I want to say this one thing before we get out of here, though. Ole Miss is in a different place than it's ever been before if it were to have to hire a new head coach. So for any Ole Miss fan out there that's panicky right now, you need to start puffing your chest out a little bit, believing now, in look, Ole Miss a little bit more. Because Ole Miss is not look, the same Ole Miss as long as you continue to, to hold that same commitment and bullish attitude. Because Ole Miss, from an administrative standpoint and from a money standpoint, boosters and all that kind of stuff that have impacts on decisions and things like that, those people are bullish. They're bullish. Look, Bones of the program are good because right. of Lane right. Kiffin. Because of Lane Kiffin. Now, look, he was not only the, the perfect head coach for the moment, but the kick in the pants that Ole Miss structurally needed. Yeah, oh yeah. He was the, he's, he's the general manager, okay? I mean, he's an NFL GM making these moves. And, you know, the, if there is a next guy that's coming in here, he better work that portal. He better work it hard. And um, because if he doesn't, and this happens, it could change quickly. Things in sports always change quickly, right? I mean, you know, you go back to May and the baseball team was dead in the water. You know, I mean, you're three years past Matt Luke and you're a nationally prominent college football program. I think so, the most optimistic of person would have been hard-pressed to actually see Lane Kiffin taking Ole Miss to this place after – like, once he was hired and, like, just coming off the terrible Matt Luke stuff, any – even the most optimistic person. Well, well, when he, when he was hired, we, we did not have the transfer. Point. That's right. That's right. And that accelerated everything because 
He was the perfect man at the perfect time in the perfect place. And that's what our success is owed to. And, you know, hopefully, and hopefully he stays and we continue. And do you think he stays? Ben, I, I, I just don't know right now. I don't know. Because you know what? Jimmy Sexton is not calling me and, and updating me. I have no idea. If you put a gun to my head and said, Ben, is he staying? I'd say yes and, it would, and would expect those to be my last seconds on earth. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, it, it's <clears throat> it's just a it, it's a tough spot. Look, but But let me say this. It's an enviable spot. It's just hard from a coverage standpoint to walk this line, David, of what we know and what people want to hear. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know where else to go with it. I, I told you what I know. David's told you what he knows. They want to know. Just tell me if he's going to stay or not. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and if you <clears throat> if you tell them one way or the other, and it's the other way, yeah. they will remind yeah. you. Yes. <laughs> so, you know. All we can do is, all we can do is talk with you, and that's what we're doing this morning. We're talking about it. We're not trying to throw an opinion out there that. And first of all, <clears throat> there is nothing I can do or Ben can do to influence this anyway whatsoever. So don't give us credit for that. But don't give me credit if they hire Dan Landing. I just that's something I heard. I just want to hear what we're hearing, man. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't come and say, oh, Vincent, no, 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 no. Good or bad, this is just stuff we're hearing. Yeah, we're doing we're a podcast with a <laughs> phone conversation we have a thousand times a year. I mean, yeah. you know, we're just talking. Just talking. It's every year now, though, Dave. That's the problem. That's kind of gotten old. Yeah, well, you know what, though? Again, it's an enviable position. And if he stays, we're going to do the same podcast next year this time. Mm -hmm. I mean. It's just how it's going to be. He's a hot commodity. If I had a university, if I had David University, and we had a football team and lots of money, I'd, I'd be going after old Mrs. Coach right now. He is the hottest thing out there, period. Screw you, David's football team. How dare you come after old Mrs. Coach? I would do it. I, I cannot it. independently verify the general consensus from Auburn online community that they are close to hiring a head coach and that head coach is Lane Kiffin. I cannot independently verify that. I do not yeah. have that. That is not what I'm getting. No. And even the Auburn guys who get paid to write about Auburn, they can't either. They can't either. It's all just supposition, conjecture. And, and we just talked about it for. You're relaying what you're hearing at the end of the day you're relaying what you're hearing. It's not like Correct. Keith Carter's going to call Ben and say, hey, Ben, we've been friends for a long time, but hey, Ben, all right, Lane's gone. Here's who I'm going to go after. That just doesn't – that's not how it works. Nope, not how it works at all. <laughs> ben, I'm done. I've shot I've shot my bullets, man. I don't have anything. <laughs> David else. Johnson at Rebels247. He writes for Inside the Rebels 247. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Ben, I write for the Ole Miss Spirit on three. And thanks for listening today. We'll be back after Arkansas for the postgame show. Thank you, buddy. Howdy, howdy, everybody.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.